You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Mac. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. It isn't a shadow. This dark thing that follows me, the thing that only I can see, it isn't really a shadow. It's blackish and translucent, but it doesn't have the shadow-like solid outline. It's insubstantial, wispy, and formless, like it's made out of a dark fog. Or mist, perhaps. Chapter 19. All right. Interesting bit in the epigraph. Mm-hmm. We open up with Kelsier scouting out some more of the great houses. He is in disguise for some reason, and he's looking out trying to see, you know, I guess scout the defenses because at this point all the houses are on high alert. He notes that there are several mistings that are most likely ten eyes out there focusing and trying to find him. Well, I think he senses that they're ten eyes somehow. Like, I think he's able to sense their ten eyes. Yeah, yeah. And so he's kind of looking about and scouting them out and we learn out we learn that he's also there to blackmail them because he's killed a a scar or he's killed a nobleman who was doing some terrible things like scar fighting and things like that um and just just drops them at their door like there you go and just trying to again stir up some trouble because i can't remember exactly what the relationship was but it was something like he dropped him at the house, and he was like a known rival. But he- no, no. So it was like it was it was something like uh, in Trone, the guy he killed was like their uh, ally, and so they were suspect trying to they were, they would be suspicious of did this one house who is also our rival kill our our ally, or did this other house that was trying to become our ally kill them, and so that we'd become more desperate and make them our friend i mean it, it's like you can see there's a complicated web here and kelsier's here sticking it to him yeah and it, I, I kind of this feeling where it's like how much does kelsier really know it's going to affect them versus he's just like whatever causes chaos we get a little bit of him looking into it and kind of like laying it out for us but yeah he's just trying to cause chaos between the great houses and we learn that he's in a disguise because he's going to go meet an informant and his contact is a name a, a man who he refers to as hoyd and one thing that's interesting about Hoyd here is that Kelser points out that he is smoking tobacco, which in this world, in the final empire, is a luxurious thing. Not very many people can afford to do that. So with that and the kind of the description of Hoyd itself, we kind of get this painting, this image painted in our head that this man is someone who is very good at what he does. He's obviously wealthy which means he is a good informant. And as Hoyd points out several times during the conversation, his information is his livelihood. The minute he uh, knows a little too much or doesn't know enough, his life's over. And so a very skilled informant. Kelsier is in disguise trying to act like another nobleman because he's trying to get information on Lord Renew and on the Renew house. Because he just kind of wants to know what rumors are floating around revolving Lord Renew. Um, and most importantly, do any of those rumors point towards uh, giving away that Lord Renew is kind of their front for the rebellion itself? 
and we get a bunch of different rumors, nothing that's substantial, um, up until the point that Lord Renew or Kelsier, and remember, this is happening at the same time as when Vin's at the party in the last couple of chapters. And so Kelsier and Hoyd, by this means, somehow almost within an hour, maybe, maybe two, the rumor that Vin spread about Ellen Venture being her guardian has already spread out, and Kelsier hears that rumor. So the Ska aren't the only one who are gossips. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it just kind of points out exactly what uh, Doxen and Kelsier, Renew, and all of them were saying when it came down to, like, this is why we need you in there, Vin. Look at how quickly information spreads like this. And it would be an extreme disadvantage to not have access to this in some way, some like form or another. So... Kelsier kind of pushes on him, tries to get a little more information. He re- kind of realizes that they're safe. There's no big threat. No rumors are spreading that are going to give away that it's the rebellion or the front for the rebellion. But he also learns that Lady Shan is um, a soother from Hoyt as well, which we learned is confirmed through Vin in the previous chapter when she interacted with her. So... He leaves after having done this. He again he he notes a lot of interesting things about Hoyd, like like he tosses the money to Hoyd and Hoyd misses it and like reaches down and is like, sorry, it's my eyesight and things like that. And Kelsier's like, that's really smart, you know. If they if they believe you can't recognize their face, you know, th- that just makes you less likely to get killed. Yeah, exactly. And Kelsier here in a moment even like steals that that mm-hmm. little tidbit from Hoyd himself. But um Yeah. Um he is Kelsier jumps away learning that he has his own we learn he has his own meeting and it turns out he's dressed up in two part he messes up his hair he roughs himself up with ash he and he turns himself into an informant as well because not only is he trying to get information from the informants themselves he's going to try to also feed some fake information and kind of see on the other side what he can get from the nobles and he has a meeting with lord venture so, the meeting with Lord Venture is informative because Venture believes that Venture basically sees right through them, right through the rebellion's plan. He he's like, "There's someone out there manipulating the ska." You know, have you heard of the survivor? And Kelsier Ooh. tries to yeah, Kelsier <laughs> tries to play it off uh, as nothing, and Venture's like, "Yeah, you're stupid because like this is definitely like even if he he might not be alive, you know, I'm." You might be right informant and the survivor might not be alive. But someone is using this story to manipulate the ska and get them all rowdy. And he goes, you in particular, you know, I'm going to kind of look at this. You know that there's ways to imitate people if someone were to get a hold of the survival's, survivor's bones. And Kelsey goes, yes, I, I know. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What does that mean? Uh. That's a bit much. So this idea that Kelsier could be dead and still, you know, people could see him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, um, I'm sorry. In this case, Kelsier really, you can see he like for one of the, like it's happened a little bit, but for in general, this is one of the first times we see Kelsier outside of fighting and combat that he seems to be taken back and put on the back foot a little bit by how much Venture actually knows. And we can see how formidable the Venture household is. 
Yeah, I mean, he was completely unprepared for the fact that he knew he he was more concerned about all these other things with Kelsier. So, so hmm. essentially, Venture Lord Venture leaves, and he's like, you know, I'm not paying you. You're lucky I'm not killing you. If you want me to not kill you next time, you better go get me information about the survivor and this eleventh metal BS. So, it's spread. It's everywhere. Even at this point, maybe not all the nobles know, but the most important and most powerful nobles know mm-hmm. what's going on too. And so that's well, there's of, something going on. They know yeah. something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the first hints of what's going on have been betrayed essentially. So, so after being done with Lord Venture, Kelsier heads back to the mansion and he immediately notes that Vin's just chilling in her gown and which is again, something new. He points out, he goes, she would have already been out of that by now. But here she is, like, she might not be sitting ladylike, but she's still in the gown. She's still dressed up how she is, and she seems to be getting more and more comfortable, which we've been noticing as well with the chapters with Finn. She's not only starting to be more comfortable, she's starting to actually like what she's doing and enjoying herself. And so, Vin points out, Kelsier has this funny beard, a little bit more banter between them, and, you know, Kelsier spills the beans, you know. The Renew Front is safe. Um, but yeah, they know a lot about me. They know that I'm alive. Or at least they suspect heavily that I'm alive. And um, they also have been hearing the rumblings of... I don't know if exactly if he mentioned rebellion necessary, but Venture said, you know, the 11th medal is some BS. It's being used to rout, get the get the skull rowdy, essentially. And so after pointing that out, you know... Something interesting here is that Kelsier's like watching them talk between themselves and Lord Renew says something and it's like in Kelsier's mind he goes, it was said by the Chandra. What is the Chandra? I don't know. Renew said something like, that's who I am, the Chandra said. Yeah. So, hmm. A, a capital K Chandra. Okay. After referring, after hearing that, um, Vin kind of points out she's super duper annoyed with Sazed. Right, um, she she's like says it had the same information I did, and even better information than I did after I danced with all those boys and all those things, and she is just like getting teased a little bit by says it and Kelsier about how efficient says it is at what he's doing. But that it'll take a few months before Ven can get into the inner circles anyway. Yeah, yeah, it'll take you a while to get there. Right, you're learning the useless stuff on the outside right now because, but. The act of doing so is not useless. You're building relationships. Well, Vin decides she wants to talk to Kelsier secretly. And Kelsier takes them off to the, you know, to a different room and it's like, what's up? And Vin didn't tell Sazed about the book Ellen had from the last chapter. She waits and she tells Kelsier. Kelsier mentions, you know, the book goes by the name Book of the False Dawn. And the person who wrote it was killed in the same way Cayman was. You know, the Steel Ministry decided to string him up and make an example out of him. And Vin's trying to figure out, you know, why do they even allow these books to exist in the first place? And Kelsey was like, well, because the act of banning something makes it, like... Banning books is tricky business. Yeah. Can make it uh, unusually popular. Yep. And so... Kelsier realizes and Vin realizes that Lady Shan is probably trying to blackmail 
Ellen with the book or with some information to try to, you know, maybe get him to fulfill his original promise of marriage. Maybe it has nothing to do with that. It's just to get the venture house under their thumb, whatever it is. But Kelsey notes again, okay, you know, note to self, we can play those two against each other. But Kelsier suspects that Vin had alternative, you know, motives here for why she's seemingly protecting Ellen from, you know, she only went to Kelsier, not to the group. And so Kelsier tries to bait her. And Kelsier baits her really quickly by saying, yeah, Ellen might be a bit of an issue here. It's probably best to kill him. And Vin loses it. Right. It's like, no, no, no. What are you saying? Like, I, I didn't want him dead. I didn't want him to die. I thought that maybe we could use him. Maybe he, he thinks like us. Maybe he can be. And she just tries to justify anything she can to keep this off the table. And Kelsier's like, well, you know, yeah, yeah I kind of saw this coming. And he gives her the lecture of stay away, stay away. He's only going to use you. Stay away. This is dangerous. And the chapter ends with Kelsier being like, Vin won't stay away. And even more, she, he, he made a good point, which I probably would be driven to Vin was, uh, he said like, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't listen to me. And by doing this, you're putting the whole job and your crew in danger just because you're not, you want to do this. Um, which I thought was a pretty accurate point, even though it was a for ulterior motives, you know? Um, yeah. and Vin did seem kind of downtrodden, but he, even then he was like, she's not going to listen to me. So, um, but, uh, there were some really, really interesting things that happened here. So one, we get, you know, Kelsier doing some real intrigue, like, and why don't we talk about like, oh, he killed a noble and he put him on there, but he actually specifically killed this guy because the guy that he was with at the time in the gambling ring um and uh i think was also sort of a rival was a known misborn and like a really good knife fighter and so the way he killed him made him look like he died in a knife fight like he slit his throat or something like that yeah I, the more you talked about it i think the exact layout if i can remember correctly was like noble house a noble house b was the nobles the nobleman's house and the noble house c it was like a and c were enemies and a and b were allies and b was seen with c and Therefore. then, and there was also like House D that was trying to get on House mm-hmm. B's side, and this guy, like the the suspicion of this guy dying and being placed in where they, he was, has so many different implications. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he had to have been killed by a misborn, and clearly, he this we have one guy we know is a misborn, and he was killed with a knife. We we know this guy uses a knife, and we know he was with him, but at the same time, why would he do that? And, you know, and again, going back to what Kelsier and Dachshund said about Mistborn, right? There is an unspoken rule that you do not use Mistborn. Great houses do not use Mistborn against each other. So, I mean, definitely a really strong move, you know, on his part for, for right, right at the front. <clears throat> so then he meets up with this guy, Hoyd, which that was really cool. Um, you know, we already know there's something weird going on with the guy because he's got like, he, I think he said like he's either very, very wealthy. It means he's very, very good. Or he spends his money very, very improperly because he's smoking tobacco. Yeah. Um, and then he, he as we can presume, pretends to not be able to see. And and Kelsier's like, that's a really smart idea because, you know, if I don't think he can see me, then I'm less likely to kill him thinking that he's going to give away information. At the same time, Kelsier feeds him information mm-hmm. so that he can, like, kind of spread it. Like, he kind of subtly drops some things here and there. Yeah. 
But it almost seems like Venture may have done something similar with Kelsier because Venture was very much, I mean, I don't know if he dropped false information with him, but he very much was in control over Kelsier and surprised him. Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is that we can't underestimate House Venture. For one, the reputation that we keep hearing about is they're the dominant house. They are the top of the line right now in this current situation of uh, what's going on. But like you said, if someone was that good and we saw what Kelsier was doing, we could assume that they're as good as Kelsier, maybe better in this case. And so it was very tactical, I think, for him to be feeding Kelsier this information of basically like, we don't only suspect, we believe that this is what's going on. And that might be, you know, whether or not they believe it or not, I could see that as being a super clever move, right? Because Kelsier's trying to sow chaos. And basically what Venture did by giving this information away was saying, oh no, the great houses aren't squabbling. Someone else is squabbling. And that's where all of this is coming from. Well, and that's the thing is it's, um, it, I think it could, it's possible that Venture may have fed that to him because he knows it'll spread too, mm-hmm. but it's at least gotten to him. I mean, he, he seemed to at least be pretty serious about it. Um, this idea that, you know, They've heard of the survivor of Hassan. They know it's Kelsier. And they're like, maybe this guy exists or maybe he doesn't. And maybe it's someone imitating him. And he was like, there's some way that we can do that, right? You know about that. And you're like, mm, yeah. Yeah. So he, so the, it's an interesting new new little wrinkle, wrinkle here that he was like, um, even if it isn't this guy, you know, even if it even because Kelsey was trying to say like, oh, no, no, there's no way he could have survived. There's no way he's like, he doesn't have to have survived. It could be someone else. And, you know, that it could be someone else. And then he's he was like, then there's this 11th metal business, which Kelsey again tries to hand wave. But Venture was having none of it. So, I mean, if if Venture's hearing about this and all this other stuff is being picked up, you got to think the Lord Ruler also knows about it. There's no way that this these little rumors are going to get go under his under without him getting some wind of it, and Kelsier has to know that Lord the Lord Ruler would have to know about these things, and now Kelsier's in this weird position of trying to be like a double agent, sort of. I mean, he he has to tell on himself, but very selectively. Yeah, like I think that's the that's the part that's going to put him in such a a dangerous position, right? Is he needs to spread rumors that you know, could be real in order to rally support. But at the same time, by spreading these rumors, such as the 11th medal, Kelsier himself does not necessarily know whether it's real or not, doesn't necessarily know whether it's going to help or not. He doesn't necessarily know he could figure it out, even if it could help. But by spreading these rumors, it's rallying support around him. He's getting people to pay attention. He's pulling people towards the rebellion. But like you said, it's a double-edged sword because he's also showing his hand. And if we can assume the noblemen are like, yeah, whatever, this is some BS. If this ends up being real, this 11th medal, you, it would be dumb to think the Lord Ruler doesn't know this exists. Doesn't know it exists. And also that the noble people, noble people or noblemen would probably want it. You know, yeah, who they, knows what that would mm-hmm. be. So, I mean, I, it sounds like Venture is like, you know, this might not be real. It's probably not, but it's serious enough that I need to get information on it. Because it doesn't sound, he doesn't sound like at least in our one interaction here that he's someone that's just going to mess around with with something like this. So he seems to be taking it rather seriously. Um, 
then you know we get the idea of like you know Ven's getting way more comfortable with the nobility she's getting way more comfortable with her role she's liking it she's getting a little too comfortable with somebody and that you know uh and we find that ellen uh definitely had something that could have got him killed and he said like mm-hmm. you know that one book if he didn't if he had that it probably wasn't a big deal but like the fact that you know th- other people were trying to sniff around for it basically to blackmail him I mean, it's blackmailable. You know, this is probably, he probably has something even worse if he has this thing. Um, yeah, that was the big thing Kelsier said was like, if he got caught with this, he's probably caught with some. He could probably get caught with something that is execution worthy. This would get him a slap on the wrist. But, but at the same time, this is one of those things that it's like, it could be the, the rug could get pulled out from under us with Ellen because everyone keeps saying, even giving really good explanations. He's like, you know, he's just one of these guys that he's just trying to be a rebel and they can all talk academically about the ska. They can all talk academically about how the final empire would be bad. But guess what? When it all comes right down to it, they're not going to actually dismantle the system that they benefit from. And I mean, that's kind of the position that everyone keeps pointing to with Ellen. They keep saying that, you know, Ellen, Ellen's messing with you. Ellen is just trying to be a distraction. He's just trying to be rebellious. Yeah, that's what he's known for. And this could just be kind of like he's, uh, you know, being a, a cringe teenager at the age of 21 and picking up just some cringe texts um, just to be edgy about it. Or not. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell at this point. Vin seems to believe it's... Vin seems to believe it's the or not. So. Indeed. So, I mean, we got we got more plot points developing on the plan. Um, and then in the next chapter, we're going to see that there's going to be kind of some big moves that happen with the plan. Hey, guys, Vod here. Thanks for listening to the Antos podcast. You'll start to see regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14th, 2022. And if you'd really like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments, because that's what the algorithm craves. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you want to really give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon, because I really need to better my hair.